Hello. Thank you again for everyone joining in on the HBCU News Podcast, HBCU Startup Series, as we interview various diverse startups from across the nation. Uh, this is now episode four. We've been on a roll this week. Uh, tonight, we have a special guest by the name of Javante Ham. He's doing some positive things in the world, tech, enabling. He's also sharing different businesses that are out there in the world, which is awesome. So I uh, want to turn it over right now to Javante. And Javante, just give the people a little bit of you know your backstory, where you're from, and uh, your business. Uh, how y'all doing? Man, excited to be on here. Uh, my name is Javante Ham. I am from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, came uh, out to Texas to uh, play football. Uh, graduate of uh, Prairie View a University. So that's kind of a little bit of how I've got how I got to Texas. I am the author of a best-selling novel called The Hood Scholar, and I am also the CEO of a mobile app called Melanoid Exchange. And uh, Melanoid Exchange is an e-commerce platform similar to an Amazon or Etsy. Uh, Amazon in its early stages. And uh, on the other side of like a booksy or style seat, we blended those two uh, platforms together and made one platform essentially for uh, entrepreneurs of color. So we are the most economically free economically free platform, you know, so we don't charge any monthly fees. We charge a low transaction fee, uh, really just giving entrepreneurs, whether you have a service-based business or a product-based business, uh, the opportunity to start your entrepreneurial journey today, you know, with just no overhead fees and you can make the most out of your product, you know, so that's just a little bit of what I have going on right now. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, my first question of the night, uh, what what made you want to start a business? I mean, what what intrigued you? Uh, and also, uh, what was your background in college? Were you always in, into business? Man, I would say so. Uh, I would say so, man. Uh, grew up in the hood, so I always had a hustler mentality. Uh, my dad is a hustler. He 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 a hustler. You know, he uh, kind of was hustling. You know, in the streets early on. Uh, got in some trouble, but man, he got out, man. He's doing real good right now. Uh, but now he has his own business, you know. Yeah. He's uh, somebody who I talk to every day. Uh, and we just kind of talk about business. He have a barbecue business down in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, the best barbecue, if y'all ever in the uh, Fort Lauderdale area, man. Uh, Bad Boys Barbecue. Uh, y'all should go check him out. But uh, me, man, I kind of got like the same, same kind of background. Not saying that I got into uh, that that much of trouble, but uh, never went to you know got in trouble a lot coming up, man. But I always been a hustler, you know, all throughout school. So uh, I, like I said, I came up to college uh, with a football scholarship, but like everybody, man, that refund is never enough. So man, I was using my refund to. Uh, I had a hustle, man, in college, man. I was buying shoes from China for about. 60 bucks, man, and selling it for 250 man. So I had the hustle going early, man. And I was, man, I honestly, I think that when I was in college, I I think I had the most money in my account ever that I ever had. And that's to this day, you know, just from kind of just keeping that same hustle going in it. And I also was a party promoter in college. So it's, it's always, I always had that entrepreneur 
side to me. Got into, after I graduated, I entered into corporate America. And man, I just was, I just was different, you know? So I took advantage of the, uh, what's that program? Those programs that they have, uh, you have to, as long as you stay on the job two years, the reimbursement program. Yeah. So I took advantage of the reimbursement program at, uh, in my corporate job and entered and got a, like I said, I, I got a computer engineering degree from Prairie View. So I took advantage of the uh, reimbursement program and said, okay, man, I'm going to go ahead. And just because I was bored, man, I'm like, man, I'm going to go and get me a, a master's of engineering management. And so it was supposed to be like a two and a half year program. I ended up finishing it in about 11 months. Oh, and wow. I was just, man, I was, I was, bo I was eager, you know, and that's around the time when I started writing my book and I was just sitting, I was, I, I wrote, I wrote my book at all at my desk in corporate America. Man, and, and they didn't even know. So I was still taking care of my business, still doing my job. But I wrote, I've written a whole book sitting at my desk. I would come in early. We didn't have to be in until about 10. I would come in about six so I could leave early and kind of go and work on real estate. I'm also in, uh, do a lot of stuff in real estate also. But uh, I would just say, man, I, I just always knew that, that, that I, I had too much, I got too much potential to be sitting at that desk. You know, they was paying me a good money. You know, I was an aerospace engineer, but I just knew that it wasn't it. You know, I, when I was sitting at my desk, I'm always thinking about how I can leave, you know. And uh, about two and a half months ago, I finally got up the courage. Once the app kind of I'm not even going to say that the app t took off. Uh, I did it all. I did a real faith move. Uh and quit the job, man. Quit the job, making almost six figures, uh, and that's kind of how I got to where I'm at today. You know. I see. Wow, that's amazing, man. That, that's inspiring. You know, going that corporate route, and then you know, trying to you know venture out on your own, but starting where starting where you at with what you, you know what you were given. So that's awesome. Uh, you know, uh, for you know what what's a typical day look like for you? you no, know, I haven't asked a lot of entrepreneurs this lately, but. What's a typical day for you uh, starting off? Like what, you seem like you have multiple projects. So like, how do you stay balanced? Man, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a principle that I would say that I, I took from, from playing football. And when it transferred into corporate, it was the same way. You know, I was still getting up at six, even though I didn't have to. And so my biggest thing when I transitioned into entrepreneurship was saying that, you know what, I'm going to keep this same mindset. So the first day I quit my job, I, I quit my job. I moved from Dallas down to Houston. And I said, you know what? I don't want to get complacent. I don't want to, I want to keep my same values. So I went and got an office space. Wow. Went and got an office space. And I told myself that I'm going to still get up at 5.30 every morning, just like how if I was going to corporate. And so uh, that's what I do now, man. So I, I, would wait, I would say a typical day is I would wake up probably around 5.30. It depends on what time I'm going to get to work, uh, depending on if I have my daughter, because uh, I got a one-year-old daughter named Journey Lee Ham. So it depends on if I got her or if I, if, if her mom has her. So if, if I say if – I just say if I don't have her, I would get up, uh, head over to the office. The office is about 17, 18 minutes away. 
Uh, if I have my daughter, uh, I have to take her to daycare. That's about 20 minutes away. And then I head to the office. So after I get to the office, man, I, I come in and do the same thing like I was doing in corporate. I might check my emails uh, at first, spend the first hour, you know, checking my emails. Uh, I like to do a 30 minutes of reading, uh, get into the word a little bit. Uh, I'll, I start off my day with the word, uh, get it, dive into my, uh, read my verse of the day, and, and let's do a little backup. So I would get in the car, man. I listen to me some gospel music. I keep my keep my station on Marvin Sap Pandora. Uh, and so it's like the same routine that I've been doing for like the past two years. So I would get I get in my get in my car, uh, turn on the Marvin Sap Pandora, I listen to a song, and then I switch over until Steve Harvey has these uh words of wisdom that he gives every morning and so i listen to the podcast and they show the, the day before so i listen to steve harvey and then i listen to like two more gospel songs on my way uh to work and then so it kind of just set the atmosphere you know so i'm big on setting the atmosphere for uh uh blessing you know so i i like to get started on the right on the right route so i get to work uh check my emails man and, and basically I, I just get to the grind you know it, it's always something to do so up until about last week, man, I was just a one-man company. So I brought a couple of people on board, but man, I was doing the social media. I'm doing the marketing. I am doing all the partnership work. I'm, I'm the CEO, I'm hustling. So uh, typically I would stop probably around 11, 12 o'clock, probably eat me some lunch uh, and come right back to it. Go work out. Uh, I work out in the middle of the day. Uh, come back from work, from working out, come back to work, and then I kind of switch lanes. So uh, depending on the day, man, I, I, I also, since I have the book, uh, I do a lot of motivational speaking gigs and things in that nature. So it just depends on the day, man. I can't, ever since, uh, ever since I became an entrepreneur, I don't, I, I can't just tell you uh, how the rest of the day is going to go, but that's pretty much how the, how the first beginning part of everyday starts. But after that, man, I might be going to look at some houses for real estate. I might have a meeting on the other side of town or uh, I might have a speaking engagement. So it's, it's, it's kind of different uh, the end part of the day, but I, I typically don't get home until six, seven o'clock. So I'm, I'm out all day, you know? Okay. So it's, it's a consistent grind, man. I can't really just tell you how that second part of the day is, but I, for the most part, I try to stick and stay consistent in that first part of the day, just setting the tone for the day. Mm, that's good. I like that. Staying consistent with your morning ritual. Yeah, I feel like that, you know, some people aren't really more, you know, morning people. So that that's good that you kind of, you know, set that up. Like, yeah, and I like what you said, that you're trying to create and manifest that blessing in that day. And I think that's important uh, for people, you know, even if they're not spiritual or not, but just putting yourself in that right mood, that right tone to have a great day and right. have a great day. But at least if you can start with the right mindset, I think you, you know, you attract that. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah. For my next question, uh, you know, you say you're, you're big on helping, you know, other diverse founders, uh, people of color, you know, why is that important to you? Man, I just feel like we have all the talent in the world, you know, However, we lack the knowledge and the resources, man, to make it happen, you know? 
So we, we can just look at other races and you see, man, you might go downtown and see all of these buildings getting built and even apartment complexes. And it's not really us doing it, you know? And, and the thing about us, man, we have million dollar ideas, you know? Uh, like I said, we, 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 us as a race, man, we know how to get some money. If we don't know how to do anything else, uh, not saying how we get it, sometimes it's not always right, but we know how, we, we have the brain power to make anything happen, you know? Uh, we just lack the knowledge a lot of the times, and, and a lot of times we lack the resources. So what I wanted to do was give entrepreneurs of color a platform, you know? So you won't have to spend $30, uh, $40 before you even sell a product like you might have on Amazon and, and spend hundreds of dollars on marketing. You, you won't have to pay a monthly fee and then start marketing your Shopify store and things like that, you know? So I said, how can I make it economically friendly for entrepreneurs of color? So that's when I took the, took the monthly fee out the business model, you know, so, cause it's more about just helping my people, you know, than, than the dollar sign, because I know that I'm doing, I'm doing good work, you know? So it's not really about the money, although the money is going to come anyways, you know, uh, it's, it's other ways to stream the income coming in all off the platform via ads and a lot of other different partnerships that we have going on. You know, we big on getting out in the community and just spreading that word about entrepreneurship because it's kind of a, a misconception of it. You know, we thinking that we need all of this money and things to start, you know, so I kind of just wanted to change the narrative and say, no, you don't need hundreds of dollars to start. You can come right here. Uh, we're working on even getting, a pipeline for them to get the product. So that's what we're working on now. But we just wanted to provide the place. Like if you have some shoes that you want to sell, you can put them on Melanoid Exchange. If you, you know, if, if you went to the store and you, and you bought wholesale some items and you don't know how to, you don't, you don't have the money to start a website or to spend that hundred dollars on Instagram marketing, you can start your site right down Melanoid Exchange. You get your own storefront. You can put your phone number on there, your email, uh, you basically a business owner, you know, and I think that that's what we need because we living in a day and age when everybody needs that second source of income. Uh, and we don't need that second source of income to interfere with our main income, you know? So a lot of the times people are steady spending money, but they're not making any. So we just wanted to kind of change it, uh, change the narrative in that way. Mm. Man, you said a lot right there. That's, that's real. That's powerful. Uh, you know, that's kind of our thing too, you know, with HBC startups, you know, with our marketplace, we, a lot of people, when they think of good, you know, tech businesses or just business in general, they think of MIT, Harvard, Yale, yeah. Stanford, right? Like all these places in their stories, we wanted to create a place where we can highlight people, right? Rather it's right, right. podcast, rather it's uh, our blog, rather it's our marketplace that they want to sell, rather if it's our Instagram, our Facebook, like we want to really bring holistic media attention to our community because it's been overlooked for so long, but we've had so many great entrepreneurs that have come through it, but we just don't get that same message and, you know, mainstream. Yeah. Uh, what, can I ask you something? What do you think it, what do you think the, why is that? Because we, like you said, man, we have, we have the brain power. Do you think it's just, we're not exposed to it? 
I think we're just not exposed to it a lot. I mean, and also right. the media attention. We, I mean, a lot, a lot of times, you know, to break down the media, you got to have a, a big media buy, right? You got to have right. a buy or you got to have a media buy in a lot of these, uh, these platforms, rather if that's, you know, a regular observer for a city, you know, newspaper, uh, direct mail sources, the right direct mail contacts. A lot of times, a lot of these marketing firms, they all know each other and they're owned by some of the same people with this. When I mean by same people, same people with same similar backgrounds, rather they went right. to the same colleges, the same universities, rather if they grew up in the same neighborhood, right? We right. Have, have that same approach. In mm. our community. We don't have it. A lot of times we don't have the same approach in our community. We got those people that made it out and like now when we come back, I'm not saying everybody that does this, but a lot of times they don't want to go back to where they came from because it's, right. they feel, they feel like it's a lot to bear on their shoulders or, uh, you know, we're just not connecting. So I feel like now with the internet, that gives us the privilege to connect from where we are. So say you might not want to go back to where you grew up from and maybe you got a family somewhere else and you just don't want to go back because you're working somewhere totally else. You can't go back home. You got, you got bills to pay, right? Let's be real. Um, yes. But what the internet is leveraging us to do is we can connect and get back to our communities and see what's going on. But we have to raise our of these issues and our solutions. That's just my take on it. Uh, but uh, for my next question, uh, you know, what, what is your biggest, like, what do you say is your biggest thing you want to do in terms of creating impact with your business? Rather that service, rather that, you know, whatever you want to call it, what, what's your impact you're trying to leave? I would say service, man. Uh, it's just a, I want to, I want to be able to, everybody says, oh, I want to be a millionaire, you know, I want to be a millionaire. And Amazon's making millionaires, you know. Uh, Amazon is controlling about 47% of the e-commerce market right now. However, less than 4% 4, 4 of their vendors are African-American. So the type of impact that I want to leave with Melanoid Exchange is we were able to recycle the black dollar, you know, but most, most important that we were able to create millionaires also, you know, so that's a, that's a, that's a big thing to say, you know, if I can say, man, we made, a hundred thousand people of color millionaires, man. That's 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 I think that's when the real impact comes in, you know, because it's it's not really about us, you know, it's it's about what we can do for any for, for, for our people, you know. So that's that's the biggest thing with us, man. That's 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 what our whole mission is, that's what we're about, you know. So I think leaving that type of impact just speaks for itself, you know. Mm. Wow. That's real. That's real. I, I definitely, definitely feel that. Uh, you know, some of our biggest things we're, we're doing is we want to give back, you know, for equipment, students that have fees, right? Right. Can't pay for books. Like, you're really trying to keep people in school, man. Like, I've seen a lot of people that were smart. I know you went to Prairie View. I, went, I, I didn't tell you, but I went to North Carolina A&T. Okay, okay. And, that's uh, and a lot of times I had some good brothers or good sisters that, you know, that was smart enough, but just they financial hardships were overbearing to where they couldn't stay in school. Right. Right. So like, but they were brilliant. Right. But like, they just didn't have the money, the economic means to stay in school. And like right. this is happening, not just at, you know, it is, this is happening all across America, HBCU or not. Like this is just people that just don't have access like that. 
and it's only and the prices are only increasing, right? But I think um, creating more entrepreneurs and more economic means that help these people that are really trying to do something with their life, I think is you know powerful. I think that's you know kind of my things the journey that I'm on in terms of my impact with. Man, that's 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 real right there, man. Yeah, it's 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 you helping some people, man. That 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 people a lot of people not really thinking about you know just just what you saying that i can think of like four or five people who i know just got the short end of the stick you know they didn't do anything wrong it's just the balance kept going up you know and uh, i was blessed to get a full ride scholarship in football but man if i didn't you know so a lot of people paying out of pocket and that's kind of what my mom is doing uh for my little sister right now so i i know the struggle you know of those students that, you know, get in that bind, man, and, and, and they need help. You know, they, they need a platform like yours just to help them uh, when nobody else would, you know. And I think that it's, 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 it's going to be a lot of blessings just tied to you guys just for taking that initiative and going to do that. Yep, yep. Yeah, man. But, yeah, uh, you know, we, this has been a great convo. I want you to go in and tell people, you know, what you got going on for 2020. Uh, you know, any updates you want them to know about? We got about five minutes left, man. Uh, so 2020, Melanoid Exchange is looking to expand, you know, expand and kind of go with our go-to-market strategy. We hard lunch about three months ago. And we got a lot of traction. We went viral on Twitter, things in that nature. However, the world just doesn't know yet, you know, so we have a full full-on go-to-market strategy and we're just hoping to implement it you know and execute it so i got the team now we're looking to go in with a with a full strategy to just help help people you know help our entrepreneurs help our entrepreneurs of color you know really just get them onto the platform and get them making money you know so that's kind of what we're focusing on 2020 uh, we got a lot of community events going on. We're about to start our, F our seed round funding. You know, we just got valued at uh, about $20 million. Uh, so if anybody's looking to invest, you know, because that we only have about 200 people on the platform right now. So it's only going to go up. So uh, in about two to three weeks, we're going to start that equity crowdfunding. So what that is, is people can invest and actually have stock in the company before we even go public. So, it's 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 the the future is looking really bright. So we just want to just keep pressing on, you know, and keep helping, you know, and, and just keep doing the work that we that we looking to do in twenty twenty, you know. And if anybody looking to invest, uh, you can email me personally at jovante dot ham at melanoid exchange support at melanoid exchange dot com. We on Instagram at melanoid exchange. Uh, my personal Instagram is at ham go ham. Um, we looking, you know, we, we trying to bring the crowd with us. We're, uh, like I said, we all about recycling the black dollar. And so, uh, the, the, the cap on how big Melanoid Exchange can get is, uh, infinity, you know, so we're trying to take it to the top and we want to bring the crowd with us. You know, we want to bring our people with us. We don't want to, uh, you know, have other people getting rich off of us. We would rather it be our own, own people. So that's kind of why we, we, we're not looking to go the VC route right now. We're looking to get funded by our own people at the same time, letting them invest in us also. Mm, that's powerful. That's powerful. 
I like it. But yeah, man, uh, this has been great. We definitely need to do this again. I want to uh, let's follow up and probably do one maybe in a couple months because I want most definitely, most definitely, man. We 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 I see I see both of the platforms in a, in a in a in a bigger place, man. Six months from now, man, we most definitely need to do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again, maybe in like probably like three months or before, because I I like the support and get you some more traction with this equity crowd crowd and then uh most definitely most let's definitely do that. let's do that let's be specific let's really support let's buy in with the media it's all about leveraging people's networks and for a positive cause so if the people can buy from the hbcu community they can get on this platform and you know probably making some money down the line not now but down the line I right see it beneficial for them so that was definitely that's, brother that's my respect so once you go live with that you already have my email reach out to me let's make it happen um and also, uh, you know, just wrapping that up, you guys, Javante has been excellent. This has probably been, you know, a very great one for tonight. Looking forward to the next one uh, for episode five. You guys stay tuned in. This is episode four, HBCU News. Like, subscribe, share, because I'm watching. I'm seeing you guys clicking, but I'm not necessarily seeing you guys subscribing and following for real. Real support, real economic measure. We need to track that. We need to hold each other accountable. And you guys follow this. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your preferred platform is, we're on there. Uh, so, Javante, I'm wishing you much success in 2020. This is awesome. And Same here, brother. Have a great night, man. All right, man. You take it easy. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.